dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rose. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. It's the return. We back. <laughs> 107, you can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Do I know you, dog? Man, I, my name's Kevin. <laughs> my from, name's Kevin. I'm from Trowood. <laughs> I'm from Cleveland. <laughs> What's up, man? Oh, man, I can't call it, bro. I cannot call it at all. We got we to gotta go way back. How was Mother's Day? <laughs> <laughs> man, that's How about was Mother's Day. Man, it was crazy, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So <laughs> let's catch everybody up to speed. So, oh, man, that's a long time ago. Uh, it wasn't quite Mother's Day, but close. <laughs> okay, so what happened? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we had the... Uh, uh, All right, so I had some landscaping done at the yes, crib. There you go. So I'm on my way here. My landscaper dude hits me up. He's he taking out a couple trees for me. Gonna lay some mulch, blah, 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 all that good stuff. He hits me up like, yo, you short on bags. I'm like, all right, how short? Yeah, you probably need like 20 more bags of mulch. I say, huh? <laughs> I just bought 10. He's like, yeah, man, well, we dug up that tree and left a little dent. So uh, gonna need to fill that hole up, bro. I'm like, oh, man. So I was like, all right. But I'm right by the station. I know you was close. So I hit you up like, yo, bro, we're going to reschedule because I got to get this situation taken care of. Ran to the store, got the most, gave it to them, and they were done in like five minutes. I was like, man. But I couldn't send the wife to the, get yeah. 20 bags of mulch. Right. So that led us to that following week, I was going out of town to go visit my brother. So yeah. we had like a week in between where like, all right, let's get it in. Let's get a podcast in. That leads us to your situation. Yeah. Then it was, I believe, I had daddy daycare duties. The uh, wife had has sorority stuff going on. Then I know I had, I'm um, in the group class, so I had to meet with the group. Joe College. So every time we tried, I think we tried to shoot for that Monday. Mm-hmm. And time I got, I started early in the day trying to get the stuff done. And I'm like, it was like two or three o'clock. I'm like, man, his work day about done. Like it's that closing in. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was closing. Been. I was wrapping up some production, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna hit him up. I'm saying that he should about an hour or two. I'll be done with this. He'll probably be rolling in. We knock out the pie. Boom, 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 boom. You hit me with the nah, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> nah, then bro. Then we was like, well, I uh, don't want to go two weeks without, but right. life gets in the way. When you're trying to make a, what, we on 107 of these things. Yes, so sir. So we try to put in a valid effort to hit every Sunday. Give y'all good Monday morning content. Absolutely. For Sometimes that, life gets in the way. For that gym life, for that ride to work. So that leads me to last week. Yeah. <laughs> so last week, man, I took a little journey down to Nashville to visit my brother, man, me, the wife, and my cousin rolled down there, man. So uh, from here to Nashville is about mm, five, five and a half hours. It's not too bad of a drive, but when you only used to driving about three hours to Cleveland, yeah. that's about the length of driving I like to do. <laughs> right. I don't even like driving, to be honest, but... Got caught up in traffic in Cincinnati on the way mm-hmm. down there, but had a real good time down there in Nashville. I've man. never kicked it in Nashville. I've been once, went down there, but I've always, like, I always feel like you go downtown in Nashville, kind of where everybody says to be. And Bruh. I've heard of great, great food, and Bruh. I've heard, I've heard a great, you know, downtown atmosphere, but I haven't heard like no hip hop. Like it just sounds like it's just like. Oregon or like just come kick it you know just yeah it's Oregon <laughs> times a hundred yeah because <laughs> I mean you think about so many city blocks and it's just bars on bars on bars on bars and like uh the dope part about it was like most of the bars and clubs whatever you want to call them it's free to get in yeah you know what I'm saying so you can like bar that, hop that bar hopping is like a real thing unlike you know what I'm saying a lot of the cities that we deal with like it at least five dollar cover exactly. at least a five dollar you Go to four or five bars, five dollars, yo, it start to add up, bro. Yeah. But if you you jumping in this spot for a drink because they known for this uh 
this craft beer? Are you jumping in this because they known for bourbon or something like yeah. that? You just hop around and have a good time. But the food? Yeah, that's what I the hear. The food, bro. We went to this uh, barbecue place, I think called Otley's or something like that. Mm-hmm. I had brisket tacos, bro. <laughs> it was so damn good, man. <laughs> like, yo, I woke up the next day like, damn, I think I should have got that third taco. <laughs> <laughs> that's not like me in Arizona. In Arizona, my dude took us to this taco spot, and I had these like, a, a burrito. I don't even remember what it was, like a chicken burrito, and it was so like we sat there and ate it. It was big burrito. It was so good. I ate it. I got up, ordered another one. He's like, "Bro, you can't be hungry." I'm like, "I'm not," but I will be later. at nine o'clock. This is and it's gonna later. be delicious again. <laughs> then we went to this spot called Sliders. It, uh, I didn't have any because I'm allergic to shellfish, but uh, my brother and cousin got like these lobster sliders. I got like this club chicken one with bacon on it, and then like it's like a burger and some fries. I'm like, yo, shit is so damn good. Yeah. Now the humidity. So we go out like on Friday morning when my brother went to work, go grab some breakfast or whatever. So we hit up uh where do we go for breakfast? Cracker Barrel, regular shit. <laughs> so, you know, at 9 a.m., it's 92 degrees, bro. Mm. So we stop at the mall. So we walk into the mall. It's all it's ten o'clock, so it's already at like ninety seven degrees. I'm like, yo, why is it so hot? Yeah. And that that so early. That country down south heat heat wave, man. Heat wave. How was your Father's Day, man? Father's Day was great, man. I uh, you know, I'll never. I'm not the person that likes gifts. I, don't, I, I do. I, I don't need. <laughs> I don't need a whole bunch of of gifts to be, you know. Feel like I'm satisfied or or the holiday was complete type of thing. So, but the wife, um, she 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 kind of got over a little, but it was a smart, it was a valid, you know. I appreciated the 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 way she wiggled out of this. She um the night before had a sorority meeting. She's uh down with the Cincinnati chapter, so she has to do a little more back and forth. Okay. But uh, had a sorority meeting, and that evening they had went out to Papa Do's. Mm-hmm. So time she get home, I'm knocked sleep. So I wake up and I'm like, man, it's time to eat and find me something to eat. <laughs> so she was like, and she was like, this is some food in the refrigerator. I'm like, bet. Open it up, a big old Papa Do's container. I'm like, now this is Father's Day. I'll take a, <laughs> I'll take a to go Papa Do's, a substitution of some bullshit Waffle House or you know, some <laughs> some on that nature. So started off with that, and then um, we went over to my mom's man and just spent the day. You know, all holiday, I like, I like to be with my mom and fam and, you know, just the my core, you yeah. know, the people that uh, hold me down Sunday to Sunday. Yeah. So we went over there. Um, Mom's ended up making her famous mac and cheese and whipped up the grill and the kids was running around. We went on a bike ride and rode through Inglewood, driving through traffic, my big ass in the street. Like, <laughs> they on the sidewalk, I'm in the street. Go around, motherfuckers. Go Bend around. Been in the corners. Yeah, I was I was out there. So we just spent a day, man. We got active. It was hot. I remember yeah. that. It was hot as hell. But we we, we got outside about 4 or 5 o'clock that evening, and uh, we stayed out there about 8. Right. So I got a good sweat in with them. And just spent the day with the kids, man. It's Father's dope, Day. man. They was, uh, they was happy to be, you know, with Dad. And just they was trying to be all nice and bring me water when I asked for it. And <laughs> you need anything? You know, they was they I was sure am thirsty. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool. Man. It was cool. So we got inundated with music, bro. Man. We got smacked in the face with music. Basically starting on May, what, 25th? Until yesterday. A lot, yeah. A lot of music. I'm uh, a little salty about my mixtape due date. I'm just going to put it out Oh, there. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, man. Yeah, it's, it's, Politics as usual. Yeah, 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 it's life. <laughs> this, is, this is the life we have chosen, brother. But we got swamped with music. We Of course, we got the Pusha T. We got the Yay album. We got mm-hmm. the Kid Cudi album. We got Nas. Yesterday we got Tiana Taylor. We got the J Rock album and a surprise album from Hove and B. So out of those albums, can can you rank them for me? Can you rank them? I I I, I I've been trying. Okay. I've been trying to go through. I've actually listened to all of them. So I was proud of myself for that. You know. <laughs> Thank a, goodness I'm, a lot of them were like only I'm seven little, tracks. I'm a little yeah. I'm a little suspect on extra homework these days, but uh, <laughs> but uh, the way the way cats doing music now, you know what's what's 35 minutes. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, yeah. You, you can squeeze most of these albums in. So, 
I will say out of our list, I'm still with J and B. Really? That album to me, I, I don't know. I think it's just more so what they're talking about, and we already see them in a light. We already, you know, they already are one of our high class entertainers. Yeah. And just to see them digging into, you know, we smoke, we got problems, we, you know, we live in life too. Yeah. You know, I just enjoyed that collab. I still well, wish be a rapper was, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was. She was. You know. Jay's a hell of a coach. <laughs> Say it like this. Hell of a coach. But uh, that one, I liked it for what it was. It's not. It wasn't so much like a turn up album for me. Like mm-hmm. the ape shit is cool, of course. But mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of the album was more so like th- the way I the way I said me and the wife was doing what we do in our morning activity, <laughs> and it was a perfect album for that seven a.m. Saturday morning. What we doing today? What we get our get our day started? Like it was cool for that. Yeah. Um. The Nas album, man. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to, to to let it live. Yeah. But I wasn't. I wasn't happy with. I felt like that was all of Kanye's B side beats. That's just. That's just how. I mean. I just. It's Nas, and I know Nas ain't gonna come with no. With no. You know. Be a be a. He ain't. He ain't coming like that. But. I'm still gonna hold it up there because it still had. Nas flow to it. Yes. It still had Nas flow, even though some of the beats I wanted more out of, I wanted to feel more, I don't know, more, I wanted to feel more happy about it. Yeah. But overall, I mean, it was it was cool. So I would give that one second. Um, Then we got left, we got Push. Push is up there, definitely. Push, uh, Push being first, you kind of forget about it. Yeah. You know, you kind of you let that slide away. Um, the, the, the three that I'll, that I'll leave at the bottom is, uh, Tiana Taylor and J, J Rock. I put Kid Cudi, Kid, Kid Cudi above them. Okay. Uh, J Rock to me, it just was all just, it just felt like it would just kick back. He, he's still spitting. Just didn't give me energy. Tiana Taylor's, I, I'm strictly comparing that one to the other one, and I just didn't. The know, other one was definitely way better. Her first album yeah, was way, way better. better but it did, her other album had that that classic R&B feel to yeah, it. It sounded like a '90s R&B exactly. album. Exactly. This one sounds I think very artists, futuristic. Artists get away from like they pocket. You know, yeah. like they want to be an artist and show you I can do Anything. top forty. I can do gutter. I can do whatever. But like, I want to see Brian McKnight sing love songs. Right. So I don't want to see him do nothing else. You know. So it's like it's okay to be in your pocket. And just rock out, but I get it. So, okay. I mean, there's a lot of music. Lots of music, lots of yeah. music to consume, man. For me, my list at the bottom is the Yay album. Yes. That shit is whack as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna just put it out there. Yeah. That shit whack, man. Maybe, I don't like I'm, it. I think I misspoke when I said Cuddy. Cuddy is above, then it's Yay, Rock, uh, J Rock, and Tana Taylor on my bottom three. Okay. That that yay is yeah. whack. Yeah. That, that shit is rubbish. Like, I listened to it like three times because it's such a short listen. It's whack, and yeah. I'll never listen to it again. Yeah, I gave it two listens, and then I was like 20 minutes into the second one and just was like, <laughs> I don't want to hear no more. Yikes <laughs> is a dope joint, and I nothing else stands out to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was off the first list, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's 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 a good one. And then everything else is just Depression. weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> good good call on Depression. that. Uh, then Nas. I'm with you on the Nas. I'm not feeling it. I'm a Nas fan. Mm-hmm. My favorite Nas album, it was it's written. Uh, but it's just it's bland. Yeah. Like ain't putting no Lowry's on it or something. It's just B-side. it's a bland. It's the B-side. And and when you <laughs> and when you listen to it, and what's Nas famous for outside being a great lyricist? Picking bad beats. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he picked bad Kanye beats. Exactly. How can you pick bad Kanye with beats? <laughs> yeah. Like I don't get it. When Kanye in the compound making beats. Yeah, I don't get it. I did. <laughs> I'm sure that's I mean, they threw away. It's it's two standout tracks. The, the the one with Puff. Yeah. And then the one with Kanye. Everything else kind of in the middle. Well, the second track isn't that bad. It's the with the uh damn slick Rick sample. Okay. I liked I liked the first two tracks and the last track. The Thank goodness it's only seven of them <laughs> right. because it, it it helps the album it only being seven tracks. Yeah. But those are only three songs that I like on the album. But it's bland, it's boring, it's yeah. not. It doesn't have yeah, energy. I don't have. I don't. Have, I don't get excited for it. So this where the controversy. No, not yet. Then the Tiana Taylor. I only listen to Tiana Taylor once. It's a cool listen. 
Uh, I'll probably have to listen to it a couple more times before I give it a true ranking mm. where it is. It's alright, but I'm much like you. It her first album was dope, yeah. and hopefully, the hype around this album leads people to go back to listen to that first album, mm-hmm. and then she gets the credit that she deserved for that first album. That first album was dope to me. Yeah, it was yeah, a, didn't get no love. Yeah, <laughs> at, at, at all, at all. Then that leads me to the J and B album. Wasn't impressed. I'm not impressed. Yeah, it's cool. I say, you know, people going crazy on Black Twitter. Oh my God, they dropped the album. People just shitting their pants. Mm-hmm. So what do I do? Of course, we driving back from Nashville to Dayton. I go get that free title subscription for. <laughs> I'm like, well, shit, I gotta listen to it on the ride home. All right. So I listened on the ride home. I was like, eh, it's cool. Ape shit is cool. Uh, friend, it's cool. It's not whack. Mm-hmm. It's just cool. It's that, just, it's cool. That was friend, my last listen. Cool. That's the that's the newest. Of that. Like I waited, I waited a while. I let, I let the buzz go. Yeah, I wanted it, I wanted to see some opinions and just see where people was at. That was the last one I listened to. Okay, was, was the J and B. But and it, I, again, with it being early morning, that that played into my to my ranking. If I heard that at eight p.m. or ten p.m. trying to get turned up, might have been a little less. You know, like impressed. like you said, the ape shit is cool. Yeah. Uh, nice is cool. It's a cool album. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. That's that's about all. That's all about all yeah. I got. It's cool. Uh, the Kid Cudi and Ye. I'm feeling it. You feeling I'm it? I'm feeling that Kid Cudi and Ye album. It's so, it's so crazy that Ye makes a terrible album for himself. <laughs> but basically, it's the same album. But you add Kid Cudi with the melodies and what he does, a couple features here and there. It's a much better album. It just, they both talk about the same shit, depressing, yeah. but Kid Cudi has a style and a energy about him yeah. that is inviting and it brings energy and make you bob your head and it's a good melody. I really like that album. I'm that one only a lot one listening. So I'm fucking with that album. I'm to give that a couple more. And this one pains me to do. Uh-oh. But it's Pusha T at number two. Uh-oh. The Daytona. I love the Daytona album. We, we all know that. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. I'm a Pusha T stand, and I'll say it loud <laughs> and proud. Push. King Push <laughs> is my guy. I fucks with Push heavy. It's a dope album. It hurts that it's only seven songs, because if it was a full-length album, mm-hmm. I think it would be the number one. Our generation struggles with that, with, with the way that things are looking like they're going to become. Yeah, with these seven. And, and you know what? And that's, that's part of the reason why... Ye is considered a musical genius because mm-hmm. he says, you know, people like watch videos on Instagram in 60 seconds. So why give him a, a old school Master P album with his 25 tracks right. when they ain't going to listen to them all? Because all these songs on both of these albums are about two minutes and 30 seconds. The only thing I agree with that is how fast it goes now. Yeah. Like. The Ray Schmurder cast put out like a what a quadruple album, yeah. like 50, 60 songs. Like And they're that's all what, two minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like that's they that's the thing they were just flooding, flooding, like emptying the bank. Let yeah. me just get all these songs that I'm questioning. Whatever we about. recorded, yeah, we putting, putting on them there. all out there. But like Kanye and them say with the with the with the whole what what uh fifteen minutes and five songs or something, yeah. whatever the, the Grammy regulations yeah. were. I think with how fast we rotate through music now, like there's albums that came out a few weeks ago that are already like already pushed back because of all these albums. Yeah. Or the stuff that we just don't, re- we, we, we don't have the CDs. They're not hard copies right. in our hand no more to where you in the car on Monday is, Oh, I can go here and there's new music on, I'm, 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 I'm on my phone. New right music here, that right I can now. go here a whole new everything every day. So I get it on that end. I get why we, while they're shortening it, but I, I, of course, our generation come from them double disc, double disc era, yeah, all that. So. I can talk about a double disc for, <laughs> for days, but for me, the number one album out of this album onslaught is that J Rock. That J-Rock? shit is hard as fuck, man. I just, <sighs> I, I, I demand <laughs> that you go out. back and listen to that boy again. That boy is spitting some bars. He is spitting, yes. He has elevated his his rap style before he was just a real monotone rapper. Um, like uh his like first single he ever had was with Wayne. It was real just uh, uh, uh. you know, he has a yeah. deep voice and everything, but like he's his uh double entendre rhymes are getting better. And I mean, if you go back and listen to uh Woe Freestyle with uh Kendrick. Hey man, Kendrick definitely has better verses, but 
you know, when you hold your own with who's considered the best rapper, rapper of today, uh-huh. you definitely doing your thing. And I'm going to say this also. I'm going to also say this. TDE is the best compilation of artists out right now. I can agree with that. I, there I, will, is I will agree with that. There is no competition. Okay, you can say, look, you got Kendrick. You can c- compare him to Drake. Like, all right, Drake has X amount of radio singles and does this. But Kendrick, rhyme for rhyme, yeah. we all know it's better. It sells out just as many. It, it sells out just like Drake <laughs> does. So then you say, all right, they got currently the hottest R&B girl in the game, SZA. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously next to B. So then you say, all right, well, we got the hardcore hip-hop dude with J-Rock or you can say Schoolboy Q with the gangster shit. Mm-hmm. Then you got Ab Soul. So, like, yeah. TDE, it reminds me of the old bad boy days, the mm-hmm. old death row days, like a crew that's all of them dope. Because who you going to say, ASAP Mob? You can only name Ferg right. and Rocky. <laughs> right. Name another dude. Right. I dare you. ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of the other dudes right. that ain't never coming out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you going to name somebody off of OVO? Name somebody off of OVO. Mm-hmm. I dare you. You know the producer, 40. That's it. Yeah. You know 40 and Drake. <laughs> you don't know nobody else. Right. I will say, too, these kids, like, th- the way I, the way we feel about that, these kids, man, when I, did, when I did that graduation party a few weeks mm. ago, there were so many songs that I was, like, digging through iTunes for, <laughs> trying to find, and I'm playing them, and every song was just, it was mumble rap, but it was, like, theirs so it's like for me i'm outside of it so i'm like uh every song sounds the same to them it was their high school turn up you know and they was having a ball with it it's just for me filthy rich for me i i knew no names i knew none of these people and all these you know i knew very few of them i put it that way but all of the songs just had that yeah 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 you know like just <laughs> like the double xl freshman cover man none I- of them the kids, the kids would, would would probably beg to differ. Rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> Rubbish. Rubbish. But TDE is is a solid, like you say, top to bottom, covering all lanes. And that's the crazy part about it. Like, there's very few concerts that my brother probably would go to. But if I told him, like, yo, we going to the Kendrick show, he'll be like, when? Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, if I was like, hey, man, we going to Black Boy JB, he'd be like, for what? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you got a bulletproof vest? Because right. that sounds like some shit that you don't need to be going to. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But make sure y'all check all that music out, man, oh, yeah. if y'all haven't. It's a lot, and it's all going to take you about three hours. So you're yeah. good. <laughs> you're good. You can check all it, of them out. Absolutely. And, uh, yo, I also wanted to talk about the Nas album drop and then the surprise Jay-Z Beyonce. How do you feel about that? See, see, that's like I I enjoyed watching it all before I listened because I knew I knew once I woke up to it that was gonna be the day's topic. You know, what I mean, yeah. I was getting WHIO alerts, I was getting <laughs> CNN alerts. I mean, it was coming from all angles. TMZ. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. How everybody's talking about this? I did feel like it, it was another just they they petty. JMB is come from come from a petty place. And I feel like they was like, well, I ain't gonna let them have all the shine. Yes, we all on tour, and we can, we can, we can, we can say all that to say, you know, we getting this music out for this tour, yeah. all, all the correct things. But at the end of the, the at the end of the day, Ether, you know, that 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 time <laughs> still, and space. You still mad over that? Um, I think you come from a petty space. I just, I just feel like that was that the on, on paper we gonna clean it up, but really, nah, hold on. I'm still Jay. Y'all, oh. got, y'all got bosses. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is where I come out with it. One, the rollout for the Nas. The only rollout for this whole, well, yeah, the only rollout that went flawless for the whole good music thing was the Pusha T album. That was the only album that was there on Apple Music when I woke up in the mm-hmm. morning. Everything else is, where is that? Where is that? Where is that? When's it coming? When's it coming? You know, when I heard about the Nas album, when I saw on Instagram a powwow people listening to it with Kanye. Okay. So like like you said, I didn't get much. I knew it was coming. Yeah. You know, we all knew it was coming, but it was just like that matters a little in 
in, in your numbers, I would think, yes. to have some pre-planning on marketing. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So for me, I wasn't, I didn't care. Yeah. Because I think that Nas is always going to do what Nas does. That he's going to get his X amount of purchases, listens on those platforms. Those are going to happen regardless. Did he probably miss a little bit of push of people just like that aren't an everyday Nas fan? But, oh, let me see what the hype is all about. Mm-hmm. Sure he did because Hov and B dropped it. But people, Nas isn't going to gain any new fans. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? His fan base is his fan base. Period. Point blank. Period. Mm-hmm. And they're always going to defend Nas to the end of time. But Hov and B dropping a surprise album, I'm like, okay. And, and furthermore, the album was only okay. So it wasn't like it was the Black album. Now, if it was the Black album, then it'd be like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Right. But you know what happened on February 13th, 1996? I think I was having sex. <laughs> By the end, maybe. Congratulations. I, I, I probably wasn't. I was at my local record store buying the Fuji's album, The Score, and Tupac, All Eyes on Me. Yo, what's the big fucking deal that yeah. two artists dropped the album on the same day? Yeah. Yo, two of the greatest hip-hop albums of all time dropped on the same day. Both, both did crazy numbers. Yeah. You can do both. You can listen to both. You can own both. Right. What's the big fucking deal? Like, oh, that was petty, but but Jay Z, he just crushed his rollout. What? Are you serious? It's more I so don't just, get it. Yeah, I think people look for like at all the days why right now, but when you see what they got going on, it's, it's like people want those stories to evolve. But in true, in true, in true sense, they out here trying to make a tour, right? And we got some new music. I think it's another album that came out like that day. But like, shoot, think about it. Like uh, Master P, we know every Tuesday it was a new yeah. No Limit release. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I they didn't even give they artists time to breathe. Like, yo, we dropping the P album on this Tuesday, then the Silk on this Tuesday, Mia X on the next one, uh, Shell Shock on the mm-hmm. next one, Mac on the other one. They just we just gonna keep hitting y'all with music. Like the way we consume music nowadays. You buy a subscription to Apple Music for 13 months for $100. You're not making a store run every yeah. week dropping 20 bucks on a CD. So what's the big deal? True. So you just say it's just because he did that shit on purpose. That's that's why people are just like in yeah, open arms. Yeah. yeah, I think like people just be like, I feel like they just they just see this Kanye wave. Him and Kanye ain't really been eye to eye. Fair. And then you got Nas in the picture too. We all know that history. So it just gives like if they want to be on the top of the top of the Forbes and they want to be number one in, in each category, you know, of rap and R and B. If that's what J and B are striving for, then I feel like they're gonna be like, "Fuck that, we here too." That reminds me, I gotta cancel they this gonna... title bullshit before <laughs> yeah. they bill my ass. Matter of fact, I'm an yeah. Apple Music guy. <laughs> I just switched over to that college rate. That, co- oh. that college uh, Apple music is like $5. Damn. Get in where you fit in. Get in I ain't mad at you, in. bro. I ain't mad at you, Shouts man. to that Dot Sinclair EDU. And, uh, <laughs> appreciate you. <laughs> Yo, man. It's so much, so many things to talk about. And, you know, us being off the pod for two whole man, weeks. Man, I had pod withdrawal. I ain't going to lie to you. Absolutely. You know what else? I had. Sports withdrawal too. Yeah, and I have this like news withdrawal because I try not to listen to different podcasts or talking heads on ESPN mm-hmm. or like a lot of news. I like to read my news. I like to consume yeah. my news that way because I honestly, one, I like to read the stuff that I do read when yeah, I do find time exactly. to read. I like to read, but uh, I don't like the talking heads to influence the way I think. Right. Especially because we're having a podcast and we're having a conversation. I want my genuine opinions to come across. I don't yeah. want someone else influencing me. So trying to avoid that shit for two weeks was difficult. Yeah. Something that's very difficult for me to understand and what's going on in our country, man, with so many things. You as a parent. Yeah. We have XX Astention getting murdered. We have... uh. Forgive me for not knowing the guy's name, but uh, the rapper in Pittsburgh getting murdered. Yeah. We had a young man. Same day, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. same day. The young man shot in the back by a Pittsburgh police officer. Uh, the young man, Junior, getting sliced, stabbed mm-hmm. with machetes 
outside of a bodega in New York. We have the border patrol situation, mm-hmm. and it's not just a border patrol. It's not just Texas and uh, freaking California. Like ICE was in Canton, Ohio, over the weekend, bro. Yeah. Uh, so with all these things going on, as a parent, when do you introduce your daughters to the real world, man? It's the the real thing, the outside of like, hey, school's important. Being nice to others is important. Mm-hmm. Clean up your room. When do you introduce them to all this madness, this crazy town shit that we got going on in our country? I've already started. And it's it, it, it saddens me in a way because at nine and ten years old, you know, I was I was looking for the nearest water hose at somebody's house. Right. And I was blocks away and it was okay. And, you know, if I cut up, the neighbor got on me too. You know, yeah. and if I was doing something wrong, you know, they let me know. And my mom knew before I got home, you know, like that. I come from that. So to have my kids now, like my oldest has a cell phone, you know, so that's always been, you know, she the wife pulled the fast one on me when I was in Phoenix. Got and, him. Yeah. Went ahead and hit that hit that place order on me. <laughs> but um, to have that, you know, I tell I tell the wife, like you just gave her a, a key to the entire world. Facts. She can hit that safari button and go Anywhere she wants to go, anywhere her mind is questioning, any, any thoughts she wants to, to to type in is there. So, like, are you ready for that now? Because now, you know, if so-and-so outside is talking about this boy and that boy and, you know, all that girl talk that I'm sure happens at 9 and 10 years old and moving and moving forward, mm-hmm. it's going to be right there at her fingertips. Right. So I started with, you know, more so I start with safety first. You know, like at the end of the day, you know, you don't want nothing to happen to yours. Right. And you and you want yours to be at least thoughtful when they're having fun and when they're doing things that they like to do. You know, we all we all took all that in as a kid and then lived our lives the way we we, we saw fit. So I, I get that. And I can't be there to be like, you're not going to go out here and meet these boys. You're not going to go on no spring breaks in college. You're not going <laughs> to, you know, they're, they're going to live. So to me, it's about... Dropping the knowledge now and be like, look, he he don't want to just put the tip in. I promise. You know, like I'm I, I'm not saying that at nine and ten years old, but those those thoughts are in my head now to get ready for because I gotta prepare them for the real because this world is so real now. It's super so, real. It ain't no. You know, I can remember as a kid we had a DVD uh, or a, a VHS. It was called Chocolate Covered Cherry Poppers, and that thing went around the neighborhood, got passed around from kid to kid. From block to block. What's the name of that again? Chocolate covered cherry poppers. It's a blue VHS. Remind. I think the, that might the be the first title scene of this will podcast. change your life. I won't get into it, but the first scene will change your life as a child. So that that tape went around our neighborhood, but now it's it's just a thumb search away. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the things I worry about. I worry about the accessibility that she has to porn hubs and she has to any oh. questions she has about anything. Is that on Pornhub? Uh, it, it might be. <laughs> I'll look for it for you. Uh, I might have to get my dick. All, all, all I'm going to say is the dude was upside down and she was standing. I'm intrigued by the title. I'm not going to lie. Oh my goodness. But I am preparing my children for life and that is a little more than, like you say, cleaning the room. It's, it, that's important. Yeah. But they need to know how to manage money. They need to know how to manage themselves. They need to know how to keep an eye on each other. You know, the core of our family is the core. So I try to instill in them that I know you're going to have your friends and you're going to have your friends, but y'all rock together right. always. Like, y'all always got each other's back. So, and and with, I remember um, about a week or two ago, there was a thing on, on Worldstar. It was a kid with a cell phone. She was going into an elevator, and some dude, this kid was like 10, 11 years old. She was going into an elevator, and some dude, like, beat her and took the phone, like, robbed her of her phone, basically. Some, some like, 30-year-old dude robbed this, like, 10, 11, 12-year-old. I showed my kid that. I showed her because she gets on that phone outside, and she wants to be musically this and Snapchat and, you know, all, all the right. things that kids do. All right. A, a 20-year-old can take your phone from you physically. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You need to be careful when you have that thing and not in everybody's business. You got a phone, you know, like all that parenting stuff is, is, is in full effect in my household. So I just start with the safety and, and keeping it 100 with them. I don't sugarcoat nothing. Yeah. I ain't telling no, they all know Santa Claus ain't real. You know, <laughs> I broke that to them two years ago. 
My oldest is still crushed. <laughs> the biggest thing my mom kept it real about with me and my brother was sex. Yeah. Like, you want your dick to fall off? <laughs> that type of talk. <laughs> right. But I fear for one day when I become a parent, where are we going to be in this country mm-hmm. where we have illegal immigrants trying to sneak into our country and the parents and the children are ripped away from each other. Thousands of, Thousands. of families. You take the parents this way. You take the kids this way. You're taking these kids to other states. Yeah. And my question is, how the hell are they ever going to reconnect? How can I, you say, all right, this parent belongs to this kid or vice versa or whatever, how you say it mm-hmm. go? I mean, I'm sure. Hell, my brother is... 40-some years old, he ain't got his birth certificate. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Well, why would a a, a a three and four-year-old have their birth certificate on them? How are you going to prove that this kid belongs to this parent? And furthermore, now you're just going to line up a, a group of parents and say, kid, pick out your mommy? What's your I, I, mommy's I saw, name? I, What's your mother's name? I saw and, a at four line. years old, my mom's name was mom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, exactly. I don't, didn't know my mom's my real name. My kids still struggle with my phone number sometimes because <laughs> it's just a name versus learning yeah. the number. But uh, I saw like a nightly news or something with that question asked, and the response was given. It was right around when uh, Melania Trump went to go show face to try to save face, but didn't work. Do but, you really care? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't think she really cares. I, I do. I couldn't believe I I, just my homeboy Marty hit me up with it. It was like, yo, she wore this. I was like, all right, that's obviously something Photoshop. But then I saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, oh, this is real. Oh, you weren't bullshit. This right. is real. What? How tone deaf? She anyway. literally, I guarantee you, she stormed out of the house. That's how it felt. Like, I'm wearing, I'm going, like because I'm trying to save face for this. But anywho, that's what we're talking about. The, um, the answer to that question was they're giving these parents a three by five like like card with numbers uh, index to, card with numbers to call like to you gotta just start calling and asking for your kid how how the hell is that gonna be seamless you know what I'm saying and imagine calling around and getting told your kid's not there so now you don't know where your kid is you in some state you don't know because you're not from here right they're in and some you state speak they don't the language know. yeah. With strangers and a whole bunch of kids that's going through the same shit they're going through. So I'm sure they in a whole bunch of stress. Yeah. They in like, that's like basically like PTSD on them. Yeah. You know, they, they, these are life changing. You know, I can imagine being a four, five, six, seven year old where you start to understand life and colors and objects and people and shapes. And, yeah. and now the people that you understand is gone. Yeah. And you don't have nobody there to like make you feel better. Right. Terrible, man. I'm I'm at a loss for a lot of these things. I have a ton of questions. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you you may not have the answers. I don't (laughs) think any of us have the answers. But I also question, why are the boys and girls being separated? Why are there so many more lost girls than Mm -hmm. lost boys? Like, you can't find... that. yo, this, this screams to me, somebody on the inside is like... Shipping these girls out to, for the sex trade. Yeah, that's that's what that says to me. Mm-hmm. And what it says to me about the boys, and this is I'm not a big conspiracy theorist guy, but this is this is what I see happening. I see President Trump using this as a tool to get the wall. He wants the wall. This is a way to get the wall. Mm-hmm. And how he gets that wall is to tell these kids that are already in the country. Will make you a natural citizen if you build the wall. Mm. What is a kid gonna do? Say you twelve years old, you escape from a country where it's gang ridden, and they've said you join our gang and be down with what we doing mm-hmm. and rule and whatever the fuck's going on. But your mother and father take you and your brothers and sisters and escape. You all get separated. Like stay here, cause at that age you you aware you know yeah, what's yeah. going on there. You know what's going on here. Build a, a wall to separate myself from what happens there. What I'm running from, or be shipped back to it. Right. What do you do? You gonna build that fucking wall, bro? Right. I didn't think about it like that. That's where I, are these girls at? Yeah. Where and are why, these little girls at, like, man? Like you say, there's. It ain't like they all came in El Paso and they all in San Antonio. Yeah. These people could be, there's like little 
let's just call them, you know, amateur concentration camps. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're Why all are these over kids the country. in orange jumpsuits like prisoners? When I saw that, that and that Time magazine cover, I don't know if it was real or not, but it was the kid and Trump standing yeah, over yeah, him. Yeah. Like, just to see that as like, you know, I live in Berlin and I'm just looking at the USA Today news because I'm about to go take a trip there to New York one day. Yeah. And, you, and that's the that's the stuff they see and that's the world that's how we're presenting ourselves to the world and like all these all these tariffs and stuff that's going on yeah like, we about to get y'all <laughs> double up yeah <laughs> you, you think you think uh you think we're the only ones mad at trump no right it's a lot of countries with a lot of uh things that we need from them and they need from us that are all about to be in the middle of all this more questions i'm watching the nba draft luka donich He's an immigrant, but he's allowed to come in this country because he's going to be making money. Mm-hmm. You look at Mo Bamba. He got drafted. Son of immigrants. Mm-hmm. You look at Fashion Week. You letting all these runway models come to, to the country to walk on Fashion Week. Right. You're allowing them to come to this country and make money. But they're the beautiful people of the world. Mm-hmm. These are the athletes of the world. Like, yo, this country wasn't always built on athletes and beautiful it was built on hard work yeah. from immigrants yeah so my question is so we gotta obviously we already have a selection process this selection process isn't a democrat or republican thing it's a, a selection process that's been going on for years but yo you're screaming that to us now yeah in and, our faces yeah, in our faces like these, the face these are the people these are the immigrants we gonna allow to come into the country these ones we ain't they can work at the new york fashion week but you know, not to be jokeful, but Juan can't work at the so-and-so gas station. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Why is it they both immigrants, they both coming into our country to work? Crazy. Yeah, it's terrible. Question. Terrible. The, the, especially for the black people, especially for black folks that voted for Trump or didn't vote at all or voted independent because they couldn't stand Hillary or they, sick, they say that all politi- politicians are the same. You sure about that? Mm-hmm. You sure about that? Yes. If Hillary would have won, we'd still be dealing with crappy taxes or her and her double talk yeah. or <laughs> whatever she does. You know, I wasn't the biggest Hillary person in the world. But, you know, in my opinion, it was better than, the, than what we have. Mm-hmm. This was not going on before. No. To this May. Okay. Let me take that back. Border patrol, people trying to sneak in the country. Obviously, it was happening, but to this extent, people trying to sneak into our country. Now, this is this is a this is a major question, and I I I really need somebody to break this down for me. All right, so Trump ran on the fact that he was going to build a wall and strengthen the borders mm-hmm. and keep people out of our country. How is it that all of a sudden these people are coming in droves? masses so you're you're saying that we're trying to make the border stronger but more people are coming right how why is that there's something going on to cause these people to want to come even more there's a reason why they're they want to be here after they've been told we're gonna make the borders even stronger we're gonna prosecute you to the highest extent of the law something's happening there they're seeking asylum And I think there's something going on between the United States government and these other governments that's causing this rift for people to flee there, Mm -hmm. to flee their country, to come to our country. That's not coincidence. It's not coincidence that that this is happening. It's not. But and I don't have an answer to that either. (laughs) But a question that comes from that, I think, is I sometimes look at that as maybe um, us trying to get black people to vote per se mm-hmm. you know the the information is there but are people receiving it or are they trying to receive it to to go vote in that in that in that aspect yeah on this aspect i feel sometimes like come like being uh, i can only compare these thoughts to my experiences in the military and having to go to war and seeing a third war country that had nothing and that people had nothing i could see how you know they still going off Uncle so and so, just telling them, you know, if you make it here, you can be free. You know, yeah. you can, like really, yeah. you, you can, you can, you can chase your dreams if you can get. You know, I, 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 I don't see them getting a delivery newspaper or getting, 
you know, a text from their phone right. about all these worldly things that are happening because a lot of these places don't have shit. shit and, when right. I, and when I say, like, I, I can only compare it to Iraq, but, like, from the time you hit Kuwait and then you drive to Baghdad, that 24-hour drive, 23 of it, is driving through either, like, the desert between Phoenix and Vegas mm-hmm. and literally nothing but huts and small groups of, of villages and people that like decided to all oh, we gonna forty of us gonna just ride it out together you know like a whole bunch of that and then Baghdad looked like a city with highways and street poles mm-hmm. and signs so like the masses of that country though was nothing so right. like I can only imagine parts of Mexico or parts of that area I'm sure you know are you know I'm sure that the information is there and you can go get it. But the people that are actually doing this fleeing, I'm wondering how much of, of them care about that information or just know my life here sucks. I'm going to shoot my shot. Shoot my shot. And, that's and there's I, a reason for that. Yeah. It isn't just because like, oh, yeah, well, fuck it, I'm going to just do it for fun. There's a reason they're fleeing. But the co- the bigger question is, how did it get to this point that they're coming in masses of in droves? Mm-hmm. Yo, they're not coming to take our jobs, dude. It's it's, it's like no. it's, they're not like, oh man, I heard we can get over there and take their jobs. No, dude. Like and, and like I said, this is not like no joke or no no dig at at people. But you know what I'm saying? I don't. The people that have their own businesses like landscaping and everything like that. Like you go around, you go to the Home Depots or whatever. You see who's out there early mm-hmm. morning getting the stuff. Like and and more power to them, I, yeah. I respect you. But I don't see a lot of people, our people, black people. Like my landscaper dude, he's black. But all the other people that have landscaping companies in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. they white dudes. Yeah, and that's why I picked him. Well, not picked him, but <laughs> right. I saw his flyer and he was a, a brother. So I was like, all right, well, shoot, I'm gonna keep the money. If I'm gonna be paying for it, obviously yeah. I'd rather a brother get the money. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I just don't see this whole. Are they coming to take our jobs? Are they really? No. And one question, too. That are, they're doing jobs that a lot of Americans think they're too good to do. Exactly. They don't want to do. And, and one question that always has been on my mind with this topic is, again, related to my military life. But a lot of the dudes that's gun ho in the military, I'm going to assume, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong for that, but I'm going to assume most are Republican. Mm-hmm. You know, they all come from this, that space. You know, they just raised that way, upbringing, whatever. In the military, it is a terrible, terrible problem for when you get to sent to South Korea or you get sent to Germany or you get sent to these other places. You literally have, like, I spent five days in South Korea. I want to say about eight times, literally the mother of the child is out trying to get you to hook up with her daughter because the ultimate goal in all of this is for you to fall in love with that thing and bring her back with you. She come back with you. Now she your wife. She's sending money. Yeah. She has a kid. Everybody do good now. You know, the kid the kid's a citizen yeah. and needs a guardian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The husband's in the military. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's a huge problem for people that are bringing, you know, they, they literally going out, getting hammered, and then you in these places, man, and they make the experience for you, like, you know, we all love you. You're, well, you're welcome here. Right. You know, pick my daughter. Take my daughter back with you. You know, and it's, it, they literally, the mom is throwing the pussy at you for the daughter. You know, it's that, it's that terrible. So I say, I have to say all these people, there's a lot of people in the military that have foreign wives, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, you know, they kind of did it their way, but because it's happening like this, where people are just trying to come here Trying to get chose. Risking it all. Yeah, trying to, you know, you have a baby on American soil, you good. Yeah. Whether the, whether you had got knocked up somewhere else or not, you know, there was a time where you'd be eight, nine months pregnant trying to come to America for a, a weekend trip and hope it, hope it happens here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, people were doing that. So I just wonder, the, like, how people are feeling about this because, you know, just because you went to a country and, like, again— you chose you chose what level of it you wanted. You know, I wanted the the bad Asian one instead of the <laughs> one working trying to get you know money for the family. Like they're both they both came over here now. They're both trying to come over here. They yeah. both want to be here, and just because you selected one and not the other, it's a problem. So it's a major problem. It's, it, man. it's sad. It's it's terrible for the fact that you know everybody has American dreams and the the land of the free and all these things that they uphold on this flag that they live by and die for. 
but you know they 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 treat they treating families you know you could have three or four siblings that are in three or four states and their parents are somewhere else yo man you know what i'm saying <laughs> like like yo these people got to understand man these kids a lot of them ain't ever going to see their families again good yeah good luck trying to figure that one out like you know? what what system is in place to say <laughs> this kid goes with that parent. Man. Who's to say the mom and dad weren't in some shit, and now they in some legal shit? Yeah, now they in jail. Now they fostered. Now they, you know, they was four. I don't remember my parents' name. You know what I'm saying? Like this could this this could really get ugly. <laughs> it, it, it could get, it could get super, really ugly. super ugly. Man, we just went to a <laughs> yeah a crazy place. <laughs> let's let's brighten the mood. Yeah. I, I still wanted to say, uh, you know the 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 crazy things that's going on with the police. With the officer that shot the kid in the back in Pittsburgh. So I read that he was an officer at Pitt University, mm-hmm. fired for making false reports or whatever. Then he got a job at the Pittsburgh PD. Guess how long he was on the job until he shot that kid in the back? Two hours? Yes, about three hours. Yeah, I knew it was that day. It's terrible. Three hours on the gig, and you shot somebody in the back. You ju- you just itching to do something, That's bro. My, when I first heard that, my first question was, if they can put premeditated thought, you know, premeditated, you know, to blame on somebody to say this is why you did it because you premeditated it. This is going to be hard for me to blow over the fact that he didn't want to get a, be a cop and shoot somebody. You know what I'm saying, Bruh. He had to have wanted. Oh, I got the, I got the badge now. Say something. You know what I'm saying? Like that's had to be what how he's feeling. Yeah. Because you don't. It, I'm tired of like this is like the 90th one, man. I'm tired of it. Like it's it's. It has to come to the point where humans need to treat humans like humans, and that comes for all levels. I mean, you can't keep taking these cops side. It's an extra responsibility when you're a police officer. You know what I'm saying? It's an extra it is. set of responsibility that they have to deal with and deal with the people. You can't just constantly say, I'm terrified for my life. That's why I shot somebody right. in the back. But on the flip side, this is how the officers can say these things and get away with it. When rappers are killed in broad daylight, ex existential. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're allowed to be afraid of us because yeah. of the things that we do. Exactly. Uh, a kid stabbed, murdered outside of a bodega in New York. Uh, Junior, I believe his name is. Mm-hmm. Like, So these are the things that police officers are allowed to say because we are doing these things right. also. So it's it's a big-ass circle. It's like, where does it stop? Where does it begin? We don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. It's, it's a fucked gaggle up. fuck. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> fucked up because obviously killing a kid, shooting him in the back is wrong from, from a police officer. Yeah. But then when he said, oh, man, I was scared because of what happened in New York. What can you say? What can you say? Right. Because you niggas killed a kid with a fucking machete. Why do you have a machete in New York City? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's this ain't say, Camp Crystal Lake, bro. That's what it all comes back. Man, these, these, <laughs> that's funny. These, these kids, man, they, they, they have so much at their fingertips, man. And... and I am just, I'm going to say this. I'm blessed to be able to say that I grew up a hair outside of technology. Yeah. But with it. Yeah. Because <laughs> the things that I could have gotten in trouble with, I know. Yeah. If Snapchat and Facebook Live was at my fingertips, there was a lot of high school fights that could have been viral in right. my day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's just, we have to, con- we have to put something on some more parenting and some more, some more leadership on everyday things like not just when the shit hit the fan in so-and-so town and then Al Sharpton fly in there for the week yeah. and then like it has to be much more it has to come from that you know you care about your block you know what I'm saying because no one no one can fix this there's not gonna be a law that comes in or a or a president that comes in or a politician that comes in or a community leader that comes in and makes this right it's right. gonna come from a generation of people that want, is tired of seeing it, you yeah. know, and that's and unfortunately those those things don't happen fast for our people at all. You know, like, and, and we have to do our part as well uh, as a people of 
not doing stupid nigga shit. Just, yeah. just, I, I don't even know what other word to use yeah. for it because, okay, we got the 4th of July coming up uh, at the station. We got the city of Dayton fireworks down at Riverscape. I know it's going to be some shit. Every year. Every year. It's going to be a fight. It's some. It was some fight at the RTA hub last year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be some shit. One year I was in, uh, CareSource was letting people come in there at mm-hmm. one point, and uh, my mom works there. We was in there. And like the, in the cafeteria, about the second or third floor of that building, good good viewing spot for the fireworks. Mm-hmm. I had a front row seat to like a <laughs> ten on ten high school chick fight, and it was like we inside like go go like we we inside loud, but then you can't nobody hear us, so they just out there and just brawling it out, and it's like it happens every year, every year, every man. This shit is madness, man. Got to take care of your people, man. Start with start with yourself and your people, man. Take making sure that you know. You put it in some effort more than a text, yeah, and the email. And matter a- of fact, speaking of that, man, uh, where is this phone number at? Uh, take action for immigrant children two zero two 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 four thirty one twenty one. You know they're uh, looking for obviously money, uh, obviously looking for lawyers to help out pro bono mm-hmm. and things like that, man. So if it's something that you have. A passion for passion for a little bit of extra dollars to help these kids out, or just like um, kids that need something, need a a person to go there with. I mean, I heard that uh, I was reading that you know the people working at these concentration camps or whatever the hell yeah. they call uh, these centers, they're told not to embrace the kids and and hug the kids. I mean, you know, my nephew, he's three years old. Uncle K runs up to Uncle K wants him to be wants to be picked up. Yeah. Show him some love. Yeah. High five. Play with him. Give him a hug. Smack him around a little bit. Yeah. I can only imagine a, a whole room of kids like that Crying. not not getting yeah. that that affection that they need. Like I said, I'm not a parent. I don't know how this whole shit goes with kids, but I do know that. Like, yo, kid wants some attention. You have to give them that attention that they need. Mm-hmm. But if you have a whole room of kids not getting attention gonna be bad in the long run very bad man it's it's i know we keep harping on it but it's sad it's a sad thing it's something that needs to be talked about it needs to be you know fixed quickly because these these kids these families these people 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 at the end of the day man like whether they you know it's almost like and aren't these misdemeanors yeah. under the law it's and like when one motherfucker says don't break the law you do you you play with the boy, you get the horns. Yo! Man. Stop being judge, jury, and executioner yes. to these people. Yo, this is, it's not that fucking serious, right. bro. It's, Just it's tell them no that. and tell them turn them around if you, if you want to get, you know, a quick answer to it. But at, when they're here, let's treat them like some people. Yeah, least. treat them like people. You know? And then if you, if, if, the if they policy, got past level one, you should say, you made it past level one, congrats. But now. Go back. Yeah, yeah I mean, it is what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it's a process, and obviously I don't know everything about the immigration process. Um, I, I've heard it's a long process, mm-hmm. a tedious process, but shit, you know? Each one of those families have to have a court date, multiple court dates, multiple people making decisions, yeah. and all all this is happening in an eight-hour workday, five days a week, because we don't have court on the weekends. Right. We got these families and kids who are you know? I I heard and read something myself where the inside one person was describing the inside, and it was just hundreds of kids crying for their parents, screaming out for their mom, their dad, their brothers, anybody that they know, and they're just in a space full of strangers at less than ten years old. But the know? crazy part about it is, is people that's back in their countries that are still trying to get here because you to know get why? To, that. to get to that. Yeah. Because you know what? It's a roof over their head. Three meals they're not, hot. They're three... going to feed. They, <laughs> their kids going to get fed for sure. Three hots in a cot. Like that's the crazy part. So it's a reason why these people are risking life and limb to get here to be locked up like animals as opposed to being murdered by yeah. gang members. Yeah, the cartel is real out there. Facts. Let's <laughs> shift to something yeah. a little more relaxed. I got one disclaimer, but it's not about that. Okay. I'm mad at my wife and Get her. all her sorority check sisters. Her. You got to check them sometime. No, I'm playing. She, called, <laughs> she calls me yesterday. She gone yesterday. They had a big sorority picture day and makeup oh, and shit. all that, you know, stuff. She calls me out while they're at dinner, and her words to me was, LeBron got traded? Huh? 
Exactly. I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't get that alert. And I hear this male voice in the background. Like, "Mm." I'm like, who is that? (laughs) She's like, that's my sorority's uh, sister's teenage son. And he just told us LeBron going to L.A. Is that true? I'm like, we get alerts about, you know, the dumbest shit in the world sometimes. You think your phone would not have tweeted nothing about LeBron moving anywhere? <laughs> I'm like, are y'all, why, y'all, y'all at a place, their TV's on? She's like, yeah. I'm like, not one of them talking about LeBron right now? Oh, they talking about LeBron. I'm like, and it, so I, I, she she got my, you know, I got up, I'm looking at my phone, I'm turning on ESPN, trying to sit like, did he really? Turn on ESPN, it's a guy talking about the, the, the decision part three and what will he do? And then I'm like, he did not get traded. Don't call me with that bullshit no more. Dot, dot, so, dot. Yeah. I had to get that out the way. Yeah. I know she listens to the pod. Yeah. That was terrible, honey. Terrible. Where are you going? Terrible. Where are you going? Where are you going? I think he stays, man. I really do. I don't. I, I, I think LeBron got enough pool with that organization to, you know, there's going to be another another wholesale at the, at, at, at the queue. Everybody on sale. Come get what you want. We'll Who you what want you got. that team? No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I didn't say it's the right answer. I, me personally, I am a you know I'm always be an Ohio guy that supports my Ohio team, so I will always rock with the Cavs. You know, I was with Mark Price. I'll be with whoever comes after that. <laughs> so you know, I'm still gonna rock with the Cavs, but I am a LeBron fan, and I enjoy seeing LeBron play good ball. So me personally, I will I low key want to see him in LA just on the simple fact I know they got the money to do it. They got the money to bring in him and Kawhi, Woo. him and PG, maybe all three if they all want to take a pay cut. You know, like they got the money to make something happen, and they still got young talent. They're gonna get to keep. I would assume Kuzma. I would assume Randall. Someone, mm. one of those. Mm. You know, I know Ball gone, but one of those has to Bum. stay. But if he goes anywhere, I would love to see him there. I even would love to see him in Philly. You know, I think oh. I, I think staying in the East is his best option. You know, if he goes to the West, then he runs into the simple fact of. Uh, you know, the East Coast is the D-League now at this point. Facto. So he needs to stay in the East. Um, and Philly got enough young guns to, you know, make some shake. So, But ultimately, I think he stays. For me, it's the Lakers or the Cavs. There is no – I don't see a Sixers situation. Mm-hmm. I don't see a Spurs situation. He's going to make the decision what it's going to be. I wouldn't even be surprised if he says, you know what, F it. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna pick up my option for this year, and we go through this whole situation again next year. That's 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 probably the move. I so think that is that. the move to see <laughs> to see where PG lands, to see where Kawhi lands. I think that I think that's the move mm-hmm. that he's gonna make. Uh, so I do see him sticking with the Cavs for one more year, and because I mean, hey, get thirty like thirty one million dollars for picking up the option. Oh my yeah, God, right. what a pay cut! <laughs> uh, and I and. <laughs> I can see PG going to the Lakers regardless. Yeah. I see that happening. That's home. But, but what I don't see, I see Kawhi getting to the Lakers eventually. I don't see the Spurs playing this game with Kawhi. Like, you see Greg Popovich really playing this game with this dude? <laughs> Not at like, all. Like, you going to go to the Lakers? Well, you going to have to go there on your own, bro. Like, yeah. I think the Spurs are going to be like one of those bullheaded organizations like how Dan Gilbert tried to be when LeBron C was going to – the heat, like, well, you just got to go, and you Kawhi's ain't gonna, gonna help play you. hurt all year again. Yeah, goodbye, <laughs> yeah. But At the end I, of the day, ultimately, rich. <laughs> I think what the I think what the Spurs should do. I think they should trade them to the Lakers. They old team. They should they should take this bait and rape them and get yeah and get all the way right. Like, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need Kuzma. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need Ingram, and I'm gonna need a first round pick. Yep. And y'all can have them. I take that three for one. Mm-hmm. I would I would do it. Yeah. I would do it. They have to. The Spurs are getting nothing but older. Yeah. And just like the like the like the Cavs. You bring a whole bunch of specialty guys in. We see now that does not work. You can bring in, you know, you can bring in the Ray Allen. You can bring in the whoever. Yeah. But once a good coach and a good team gets a hold of you, you know, we can expose what they can't do more than what they can. You know, they're gonna be exposed to more of what they can't. And that's what happens when you get People that are good at this and good at that and good at this, but they're not like whole players. Yeah, you just gonna Can't get do beat. multiple things. Yeah, you are gonna get beat. Excuse me. I really think that's what's gonna happen. I really think that's what should happen. I should say. I really think that the Spurs should go ahead. Like, why? Like, yeah, we do a sign of trade. You get your super max. 
But Lakers, we gonna need that. All of it. We gonna need a lot of that. <laughs> we gonna need a whole bunch of and that. Some cash consideration. We about to. We about to. T- we about to take so much. So many of your small pieces that are low price mm-hmm. that you gonna be forced to sign. Uh, veteran minimum contracts with dudes that's done so. Yeah. But we're going to force you to basically go get J.R. Smith, <laughs> right. uh, you know what I'm saying, to, to be your two guard. Yeah. We're going to force you to do all these things that your role, you're going to have LeBron and Kyrie, I mean, LeBron, Kawhi, and PG, but we're going to force your other teammates to be so trash mm-hmm. that we're going to take. You got to. You got to do it. See though. I, I, I blame LeBron for that. I'll be the first to say it. You know, I'm a LeBron fan, but he fucked the NBA up with this because all these, all it does is put these, you know, your starting five, three or four of them solid, and then a whole bunch of role players. Yeah. Because you done, you done cashed out them three. Because the Spurs can get over. They mm-hmm. can get over. I know he don't want to keep them in the West, and I think Danny Ainge too smart to be like, yeah, you can take Jalen Brown, Tatum, and a draft pick. <laughs> He's too smart for that. Yeah. So, but I don't think, Magic Johnson is a good enough GM to to finesse this off to be able to keep Kuzma and keep Brandon Ingram and the draft pick. I think he's under so much pressure with the Lakers to return him to greatness mm-hmm. that he'll do anything to get just to get in the conversation. Just, just to get Kawhi yeah. to like, all right, boom, we got Kawhi. All right, now nah, now nah, all we gotta do is convince LeBron. Cause I think if Kawhi shows up, if they do this trade, Kawhi shows up. It's guaranteed PG's going there. Mm-hmm. And then LeBron going to be like, why not? Peace, niggas. <laughs> I've done it before. <laughs> Y'all will, be all right. I I'll will s- survive. <laughs> I'll send for the kids. Right. <laughs> How you think the draft went? Uh, for the Cavs, I think it was solid. Sexton think, think they missed up on Porter, man? Man, dude got a bad back, bad hip, and a bad ankle. But if he gets with healthy. that said, he's probably gonna be freaking. <laughs> I don't know the freaking next LeBron for all I know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I only seen him play three games, so I have no idea. Just going off what they say, I don't know. I yeah. did see Sexton play. I think the Cavs should have got uh, Shea Alexander from Kentucky, a six six point guard. Like yo, I I, I like yeah big they, point guards. They need another body for KD. For KD yeah, you know, and. What what better what better body than a than a than a nineteen year old or exactly. a twenty year old you know what I'm saying just that's to run tall. around with him that's that's tall you ain't gonna stop him just just getting away just, just, just put a hand up man let LeBron not have to do that so exactly man well there it is man we back back at it again man you can't make this up podcast one oh seven yeah one oh seven after a little two week hiatus yeah we about to we about to knock these out we should be rolling here from here on maybe know? <laughs> I know. Wedding, wedding oh, no, you got a trip coming up. Man, I got a wedding. Uh, man, well, first, I got a 90s party at Sheets next week. Make sure y'all come to that. I'm doing that on the 30th, next Saturday. Um, I got a wedding in Atlanta. ATL, Shawty. When is that? Uh, uh, that's like the 19th okay. of July. But I'm probably going to be back here by Saturday. I'm okay. going to go Thursday to Saturday. Um, and then after that, I got a small break for the birthday. And then I got literally five straight weeks of okay. weddings, all Ooh. of August and Labor Day weekends. You're a working man. You're a working man. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. Until I go to New York for a vacation. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's coming. <laughs> but up that's not until August. So yeah. we got pods on deck. Yeah, we got a couple pods coming for sure. Absolutely, Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev. You can't make this up, podcast. Peace.